the college football experience, FCS and FBS national championship preview and picks and DFS lineup episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling slash win bet that sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. Remember to let it ride people. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. DFS lineups probably gonna hit. Why for, not? Probably gonna hit for like I don't know some cold hard thousands of dollars of cash. Let's <laughs> go. We've done it before on this very show. We can do it again. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swiggin Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Oh, it's a beautiful time. We've got college hoops on below. Subscribe to the college basketball experience as well as we transition. But still, college football goes all year. We talk college football all year long on this feed, and you better believe I'm going to be bringing bring, bringing you way more episodes than you're used to uh, in the coming days here. And uh, the whole well, there's only season. one game left. Two games well, left. True. Two. All right. Right. You're right. Uh, Corrected. I, I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Come play DFS with us. We tweet out the uh, the invite uh, on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock giving. Former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. National Championship time, FBS and FCS. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Throw a little DFS in there too. What other acronyms? Can oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Techmo music playing. Shout out to Techmo Bowl, greatest fucking video game ever, if you ask me. Um. Well, I mean, uh, where do we start? I guess we start with we got news. We got a lot of news. Patty C's going cross country or something. I don't know. Right? We hope that he finds his way back at some yeah. point. High <laughs> chance, high chance he's uh, you know, in a truck stop doing God knows what. Is it uh, true that he went to find himself? <laughs> yeah. He needed to he needed to find himself. Needed a cleanse. Um, but we got news, man. We got a lot of news on the college football landscape. Bobby Petrino took the motorcycle from Missouri to <laughs> Vegas for a little pit stop, three weeks in Vegas, and then boom, he lands at college in College Station, Texas. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, not known to actually have offensive coordinators that actually call their own plays. 
I know uh, some. Uh, let me get. Let me give a shout out to uh, who was tweeting me today. Let me just find this. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, G Toller Twenty. I'm sorry, J Toller Twenty, business owner and college football fan. He says, shout out to that. All right. Um, he goes. You make fun of this hire all you want, Dundee. This was a home run hire, and I said, you know, hey, Bobby Petrino knows how to have an efficient offense. That he does. He's proven that. But Jimbo Fisher doesn't really relinquish the offense. So, like, you know, the duties. So, I mean, historically, there's other OCs that have complained about this. Right. That 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 Jimbo's like the guy you can have there. You know, you can have yourself there as an offensive guy, and you're giving him ideas, but he's calling the fucking plays. Tough to uh, you know teach an old dog new tricks, but maybe with some of the heat coming down on Jimbo this year, maybe he'll change his ways. Well, I love the possibility of them firing Fisher after the year and Petrino being the face of Texas A and M football. <laughs> I All love right. the uh, one of the the official tweets of uh, about his hire says something like after a short stint as the OC at UNLV. I was like a, a short stint. <laughs> <laughs> he was there for like three weeks in the off season. Does that even uh, yeah. count? Do you like, even go to Vegas yet? <laughs> I feel right. like like you go there to sign the contract. You fly home for Christmas, New Year's. And you're like, you know what? I signed the contract. Here's your right. money. Like, back. what did he do there? Did he like go on any recruiting trips? I mean, did he? Uh, I mean, what did he do in those three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. But uh, so you got DJ Durkin on the defensive side of the ball who, you know, I know some people like to, you know, he has a little cloud behind him. I, I don't think all of that is uh, just in my opinion, um, but DJ Durkin, uh, uh, you know, wasn't the greatest defensive coordinator for them a season ago. And now you have Bobby Petrino who obviously brings some baggage as far as whether it's teams quitting on him or him quitting on teams, leaving them notes in their locker rooms, like in Atlanta. Yeah. Or or uh f- you know having an affair with an intern and going around town on a motorcycle and crashing. Texas um, Tech, te- Texas football. Okay, they yeah, Texas A and M. This is normal. Yeah, they're, this is minor stuff, man. When Come he signed on, the contract, under the rug. When, when he signed the contract, they probably gave him a couple interns. <laughs> all right, saying hey, apparently that like happens at LSU. I'm not sure about A and M, but probably. Uh, yeah, I could go ahead and say A and M. Didn't they give Eric Dickerson? <laughs> Eric Dickerson went on a recruiting trip while he was at SMU or I'm sorry, while he was, you know, in high school. Yes. And Before uh, he went to yeah, everyone blamed SMU. But if you watch that 30 for 30 Dickerson's like, they gave me Texas A and M gave me a gold car, a gold car, not uh, even for signing. Yeah. That was to entice him. to yeah. sign. And then he took it and then they knew that they wouldn't be able to do anything. Fucking hilarious! Can you imagine Dickerson with those Jerry curls driving that gold car on the you know through Texas <laughs> in the uh, early eighties or early eighties, right? Yeah, early eighties. Uh, can you grab? Can you imagine Bobby Petrino with that sweet ass neck brace driving that gold car? Got some some strawberry blonde in the in the shotgun seat, g- doing God go. knows what. Beautiful America. <laughs> Honestly, though, what do you think? I mean, A and M's offense will be able to fly. I think. I mean, the. They have talent. We know this. Yes. Yeah, I know there's been a, a a shit ton of players transferring out. I think number two in the country after Jackson State. Is that right? I saw the list today. They yeah, were definitely I, top five. Yeah, no, I think they might be number one. Might be number one. Yeah, so they yeah. got a ton of people transferring out. But yeah, they they still have talent, dude. They had playmakers this year. I mean, the the one of the problems was the the poor quarterback play. I don't know how you're going to fix that immediately unless you look towards the portal. But uh, they certainly have talent, so they they just need the yeah the right OC. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we they we do miss see. Mike Elko on D. That's for sure. If oh, I can give a, a little bit more Duke love to uh, head coach Mike Elko, a hundred percent. You know, and then we have news of uh, Jim Harbaugh. You know, potentially talk to the Carolina Panthers. Said it wasn't an interview. I still am uh, reluctant to believe he leaves Michigan because I think they're loaded this next year. That, that you know, the one thing I heard about that too made no sense either. So it, it wasn't about NIL, it wasn't about transfer portal. He was just fed up with college football. I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally they go hand in hand. Like Yeah, right? I mean, so uh I, all I know here is, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire usually. Yeah. We're hearing from a couple sources now, so it, it seems it seems 
the timing would be strange if you jumped to the NFL now because Michigan should be completely loaded next year. Well, and Michigan would be kind of fucked on hiring somebody. Yeah. Every the I mean, maybe you could get Matt Campbell from Iowa State or something or PJ Fleck from Minnesota. But uh I mean speaking Matt, of Iowa State, Dan Schertz in the chat says someone needs to be put in jail for the crimes committed against Iowa State this year. He's correct. Talking basketball? No, football. Talking about? Football, those calls and a lot of those oh. close games, they got absolutely robbed in a lot yeah. of I feel like it was like three weeks in a row early in the season. Yeah, they probably should have been bowling. I mean, they wouldn't have won the Big Twelve, but they they did get hosed uh, in a couple couple straight games. I remember a lot of close losses. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I feel like there was some other news as far as uh, I mean, I, I I I read something. I don't know how true this is yet, but I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll share it online that Jim Leonard could be USC's next defensive coordinator. Wow, that'd be a great hire. That would be right. I mean, yeah. I don't know that there's any official report that he's in Los Angeles, but if that was I mean, to happen, he has to be the most sought after DC up there right now. You would, so think. I would, I mean, somebody's going to scoop him up. That'd be, that would, that would make a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That would be a home run get for them. Um, what else? Uh, the portal Who transferred b- to Wisconsin. Wasn't there a quarterback that transferred to Wisconsin? Did we mention that last episode? Uh, the well, we had a Oklahoma's backup transfer there. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but someone else went as well. Oh, no. Tanner Mordecai. Tanner Mordecai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, dude, I thought that was interesting because I mean, he comes from a very pass-heavy offense, and I think we're going to see a different approach for Wisconsin this year. I think it's going to be interesting to see what see how they totally change that offense, which has been, I mean, come on, you know, run heavy, stuck in the past for for as long as I can remember, as long as I've watched college football, which is a long time. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see in Madison, uh, you know, how they approach offense next year. Be aware what you wish for. You're not gonna be bringing in the speed. I I actually think Wisconsin needs to do that, like Iowa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, be, okay, well, maybe per, per, Purdue's able to have a, a finesse offense and make it work. Fair enough, but uh, I mean. I don't know. I mean, it worked this year. I don't know. I've been working every single year. And I actually think it worked because no one else in the conference did that. Yeah. If everyone else starts switching to that, uh, I don't know that it will be successful. But um, the the chat's asking you guys still doing the college basketball show tonight? You're damn right we are. Uh, I'll be around mid. I'd say about twelve thirty on the East Coast, AM nine thirty on the West. Uh, Missouri. Is finalizing a deal to make Fresno State offense coordinator Kirby Moore, that is the brother of Kellen Moore, hmm. the new offensive coordinator at Missouri. What I mean, Fresno's offense was good when Hayner was healthy. Kind of similar day now, where Missouri had some players too last year. Yeah, uh, and they probably had better quarterback play, at least slightly, over the Aggies. So yeah, I think you get that coordinator to put the right players in the right places, and maybe they can win more than. Uh, you know, six or seven games. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they can save Eli Drinkwitz's job. True. True. Uh Ball State legendary running back Carson Lexington Steele. Oh, I'd love to see this, man. Transfers <laughs> to UCLA. Oh, you're telling me Fabio? Uh Fabio uh, John Riggins means Fabio. He's is, gonna do okay there, huh? He's dude, gonna it's gonna okay be incredible. In Southern California. Check this out now. Now we have Grayson McCall comes back to Coastal Carolina. Next year, right. week week one. You got Big Bird taking on Lexington Steel in wow. in the Rose Bowl. Come wow. on, <laughs> sign me up. We gotta go, man. Sign me up. Yeah, come on out here for that one. Uh, yeah, maybe some people don't know him, but he was a hell of a running back on Ball State last couple of years. Really, I think exploded on the on the scene this year even more so. And uh, especially with uh, Charbonnet leaving, I mean, dude, he might be he should be the top dog in that UCLA backfield. And it's going to be fun watching them, you know, at, at the major level rather than just in the Mac. So uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. I agree. I mean, I, I'm super excited. Lane Elliott's already talking. He's probably got a man crush on Patty C does. Oh, maybe, I, maybe I, know, that, I know. Maybe Patty that's where C Patty, but Patty C's probably outside of his house in Muncie, Indiana right now. Patty you C know? usually saves his love for the good looking quarterback, <laughs> but he made an exception here. <laughs> I could see him parked in a van with some binoculars outside of uh, Lexington Steel's uh, apartment. Uh, 
Uh, what else do we got? I mean, the portal is just crazy. I know Ohio State just got a top corner from Syracuse, but they also lost a few players. We're gonna do an episode. Dylan Johnson, though. Dylan, yeah. you son of a bitch. To quote Predator, uh, he Mississippi State running back lands at Washington. What'd you make of that get? Well, you know, he had some harsh words about uh, Mike Leach. Took him uh, back though. Was a man was was man enough that after the Leach accident, he regretted. Uh, posting that, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear that. So that's good to hear. But yeah. um, on the football field, I thought he was a pretty solid running back. I thought he was very dangerous in the passing game, which I think could fit well in Washington. They are also a, a pass-heavy, you know, approach to their offense. And I think him coming out of the backfield could be pretty dangerous. Yeah, definitely. And I'm excited to see. Uh, I mean, we're, I'm going to do an episode probably. Probably tomorrow on the transfer portal and some of the key transfers and pr- project maybe where some of the other ones go. But uh, nice. De- Devin Carter, wide receiver for NC State, landed at Penn State. I so, can talk about him. I thought that guy had talent it, coming out of his ears, and every year I was expecting him to really, you know, blossom and and flourish. It never really happened in Raleigh. Granted, I mean, this year the passing attack was awful with Leary getting hurt and everything. But still, like he was always second fiddle to um, other receivers there. But the dude has size and speed, so I don't know. We'll see what can happen in, in a change in a change of scenery. But he's been a disappointment in his college career so far. Penn State going into the state of North Carolina, taking him, also taking Storm Duck. Dude, yeah. P- Penn State next year might be really fucking nasty. Yeah, I'll tell you this: if Harbaugh leaves Michigan. I think I might have Penn State as the best team coming in the next year because you know Ohio State's going to get hit with losing a lot, right? I know that and game is still in Columbus. Penn State could still lose that game, but I, I kind of in, th- in limited action. Let me tell you that quarterback. Uh, you know, so Clifford's going to be gone, which I think people Penn State are probably pretty happy. Uh, what's my guy's name? I, I I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank the on the five uh, star. Um, but how about Singleton though? Yeah, yeah, he's nasty. We saw that. We saw glimpses of that in the bowl game. I mean, if not all year long. You're so, thinking uh, of Alar, uh, yeah, Drew Alar, yeah, yeah, that dude. I mean, I think with some with some time, you know, give him a little bit of time to get experience. But I think he's gonna be very good. So Penn State could be dangerous next year. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, Treshawn Ward, the running back for Florida State, he hit the portal. That was some other news. I like him too. I think that's going to be a good get. I was I was kind of surprised he lost touches to Benson, you know, as the season progressed because I think Ward's a hell of a running back. East Carolina has a void now because Keaton, oh, Mi- Keaton Mitchell going pro. I, I would imagine Ward's going to go to a bigger school, but that yeah. would be a slam yeah. dunk if ECU could. Uh, I, I mean, in I, there. who knows what to believe on this thing? Because Colorado's name comes up for every fucking player in in yeah. America right now. But they said Colorado. Uh, could be in the mix for Treshawn Ward. Nice. Um, we didn't touch base on Ryan Walters getting hired at uh, or at Purdue. Former, yeah. You know, obviously Illinois had the second best defense in the nation this year. I know him because he was a safety under Gary Barnett at Colorado uh, in the early two thousands. Um, I was glad to see him get that gig. Um, I know some people say they thought maybe you'd give him another year or so, but he was the assistant or he was the DC at Missouri. Uh, just a few years ago and had a good year there too. Uh, what'd you make of this hire? I like it. I like it, but I'm biased. What do you, what, I, what, I know you've yeah. been a fan of his for yeah. the last couple of years. Uh, again, uh, the, the big 10 West, hold on. Do we have one more year of that? Or is that done now? No, we at least have one more year. They at haven't even made more. an official announcement that are getting rid of it. We, they were just assuming that okay. with the additions of UCLA and USC. And because so. we saw that happen in the ACC and the pac 12. Well, yes. You know, talking about the changes in, in Wisconsin. Well, the change with Purdue going from an offensive minded head coach now to a a guy who you know came up on defense. That's going to be interesting to see how they change their style of play, as well as Nebraska, uh, and to see what they do there. So I think uh, the Big Ten West is actually kind of interesting. You know, mostly because that uh, coaching turnover. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I, I guess we should touch base on the committee. Uh, Committee recommends uh, NCAA committee got, got this is sub, somewhat important news I would say towards college football and college basketball. The committee, uh, um, let me paraphrase here because basically, no, no, I think actually I can find a statement. Hold on. Committee recommends that the governing sp- sport uh, and oversight committee for Division One championship team sports, sponsored by more than uh, two hundred institutions, should fully consider. How to accommodate access for twenty five percent of active member institutions in their playoffs? 
That's why they're calling for potentially 90 teams in the NCAA tournament for basketball, which is silly, even though I love more sports, you know, <laughs> not going to really complain, but a yes, I think it's going to make it incredibly hard for mid majors. You've got to go through 30 rounds, Yeah, that's but, um, but uh, in, fo- we, we, in football, you know, we wanted expansion in football for the longest time. And, and just finally, now we're getting some traction. Meanwhile, basketball who already has a shit ton of, of, of a playoff, you know, they want to add more there. Like nobody is screaming to expand college basketball, uh, the tournament, other than head coaches who are on the bubble of, and often on the wrong side of the bubble. So I don't think any fans are saying we want more. We, we want the NCAA tournament to expand. Yeah. If anything, I would want this type of expansion with college basketball, longer regular season, go to 35 games. Everyone go to 35 games. Give us another week of hoops. Yeah. Come on. I like I'm, that. I'm down for that. But so the NCAA doesn't have anything to do with the college football playoff, though. True, but uh, the FCS playoffs they do have something to do with. True. So, so what? What is that the would percentage? go to 32. That would go to yeah. 32, which it is in D2 and D3. Okay, I'd, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I would be very cool with that. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, down the road, you know, I actually think the money will prove it. I think this this little sample we just had with TCU. Uh, and and you know both games we had and the TV ratings. Yeah, obviously we know we got twelve coming, but then they're gonna say, "Hey, we need to play more games." Mm. Also, the NFL keeps expanding their season, so you want to get your guys ready to make that transition. So, right. sure. now speaking of TV ratings, I haven't seen them. I imagine they were very good. Yeah, for uh, well, and uh, since New Year's Eve has been terrible for yeah. college well, football. People are at parties and stuff, right? Yeah. It actually did really well considering that they okay. were both uh, over twenty. I think both in the twenty-two or twenty-three million view range. Um, I want to say the Georgia Ohio State game had a little bit more, just um, the decibel point more mm-hmm. than uh, than the TCU Michigan game. But uh, yeah, I think it was the best numbers they did since like uh, for for New Year's since yeah. maybe, maybe the opening season. Okay. Um, so that's good. Uh, but I, I, it's all coming. It's all coming. Let's just get to the games. All right. I, I mean, I know but we could talk. I'm going to do a transfer portal episode. I know it's like six bowling green starters left. Don't worry. We're going to do a transfer portal episode. We're going to talk at all on the college football experience, but now it's time to just get to some games and I'm just going to, uh, just going to give us some sweet ass, very sweet ass music before we get to these games. the gamblers. And uh, I want to do a quick weather check on this one, but uh, first off FCS, what the fuck are you doing? Scheduling your game on Sunday afternoon, right in the middle of the NFL. <laughs> Dude, I swear. It seems like the FCS does not want anybody to watch their product. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Fucking- no, Go back to like the spring league or just, you know, the fact that they have so few games on like Thursday or Friday night, I swear they don't want anybody to watch. And it's a shame because it's damn good football. Yeah. I mean, this game's awesome. I mean, folks don't know the history of North Dakota state and South Dakota state. First off, they are bitter rivals. South Dakota state's won three in a row. They've been playing this game since 1903. All right. This goes back 120 fucking years. And and we're just gonna put this on in the middle of all the. If they put it on Saturday, yes, I understand. There's two games on Saturday, right? Okay, put it on there though. There could be blowouts. Makes more sense. And it's, hey, the whole season you played on Saturdays, right? It's the final week of the NFL. Teams are like pushing, you know, for the playoffs and everything. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's or it's crazy. or here's my idea. If you made old pick Dundee commissioner of college football. You you serve this up as the appetizer on Monday. You got the national championship on Monday, which I've never even liked having the national championship on Monday personally. Yeah, but if you're gonna do it, then you put both on the same station. One like leads into two. I kind of like boom. That. But then you couldn't have a two-hour pregame show that yeah. that that I can't stand. That and that yeah, that tells me that like oh uh, the the backup running back at TCU. Yeah, uh, his, his so, mom had breast cancer. Right, some you know, some heartfelt yeah. piece. You yeah, know, come on. 
I mean, look, my, 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 my best wishes with, with everyone's health, but fuck, I don't need to hear about every damn story in the planet. Yeah. Yeah. My thoughts. Exactly. Uh, so I'm intrigued by this matchup. I am very intrigued. Come on, by this you gotta matchup. be battle of the the Dakotas, the <laughs> rematch from earlier in the year where South Dakota State went into uh, the Fargo Dome and won by two. It's a great game, man. And they've won three in a row against them. And this is why this game is so fantastic: is that uh, they kind of had the blueprint. South Dakota State struggled in the playoffs. You know, they had the year they got to the championship lost to Sam Houston state. And they were probably going to win that game. Had their quarterback not torn his ACL who was, who was, who started all their season, but he was actually their backup. So essentially they were on their third string yeah. uh, in that game. Uh, but uh, yeah, so now you get this, this fine matchup on ABC at 11 AM, right in the middle of the fucking uh, 11 AM on the West uh, two on the <laughs> East. Um this is at Toyota Stadium. I see the weather, and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a clear day. I know we've had some rain in Frisco, Texas, uh, the, for some of these matchups. Best little town in America. It is the best little town in America. I'm looking at some <laughs> some property there. Um, how about the teams on the ground though? They're both just pretty dynamic on the ground. Uh, North Dakota State averages 273 yards per game on the ground. North Dakota State, by the way, not. Great at throwing the forward pass. No, not Cam, at all. Cam Miller, which is crazy because they've been like a factory. Easton Stick, is he? I don't know. He's still in the NFL, I think, on the Chargers. All <laughs> right. Uh, Trey Lance, still in the NFL on the on the 49ers. Carson Wentz, still in the NFL on the Redskins. Um, so <laughs> not you, starting this weekend, though. <laughs> Sam Howell's getting his first start ever. I don't know that any North Dakota State quarterback should start after just reading off those names. Um, Who's worse, North North Dakota State quarterbacks or Ohio State quarterbacks? That's a great question. Because <laughs> uh, there's probably someone in like the North Dakota State's past. Because the best you could pull out for Ohio State's like Mike Tomzak. Like they got Mike Bobby Hoy and Mike Tomzak, <laughs> Craig Krenzel. Fields um, still a question mark on Fields, but ew, I don't know. Great running back. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is a, a the styles are so fucking similar. I want to go back. I want to look real quick at the first matchup. Yeah. Um, because so twenty three twenty one, and by the way, North Dakota State was up twenty one seven at halftime. So South Dakota State dominates the second half, scores sixteen unanswered, um, and that was in the Fargo Dome. Huge. Yeah, look, and you mentioned the rushing attack. So South Dakota State's won three games in a row. You know what? They've ran for more yards in each of those games. Earlier in earlier the season, they ran for 207 compared to only 127 for North Dakota State. It's rare North Dakota State only runs for that much. Uh go back to last year, South Dakota State ran for 181, held North Dakota State to 147. And then in the spring in 2020, they ran for 309 yards, did the Jackrabbits, and they held North Dakota State to under 100, just 98. Well, Isaiah, other, Isaiah, sorry, da- Isaiah Davis is an NFL caliber running back for South Dakota State, folks. If you don't know, if you're just right. watching this one because it's the second to last college football game and you know the NFL is pretty shitty, then. That's what you do. You you circle in on Isaiah Davis because he's a beast. Continue. I'm sorry. And they're starting to become running back you there because we know Pierre Strong was yeah. drafted by the Patriots, getting had, a little bit of burn this year. They had both last year. They Crazy. had a better running backfield than like 90% of the FBS. Right. <laughs> the other thing that stood off the page when I was looking at these last three wins was the turnover battle. In these three games, North Dakota State has committed a total of four turnovers. South Dakota State has committed zero in three games combined. So I, I have a about, theory on this. I have a mm-hmm. theory on this. Well, first off, we should mention that I believe Hunter Lepke, legendary, legendary running back for the Bison, he's a season-ending injury. So as far yeah, as I shame. know, he's not playing in this one. He hasn't been playing in the past couple of games. The the Carson Lexington steal of the SC of yes, the SCS. Yes, ranks. yes. But uh Cam Miller has really struggled to throw the ball. I look back at the game, you know, in the fall, he threw a pick. And it's not only that we watched it against Incarnate Word. We watched it against uh, who was it in the first round? Uh, that was Samford, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, they he's he's pretty shitty as a passing quarterback. He's a good <laughs> running quarterback. He's got a little Tebow to him, but as a passing quarterback. And then on the other side of the ball, you have Mark Ronowski, who is a damn good quarterback. I think like a, like this guy could start for some FBS programs a hundred percent. 
Um, so the clear quarterback edge is South Dakota State. The running back edge, you know, I think is is in South Dakota State's favor too. Maybe if 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 you could talk me into like Lepke being healthy, you could say, okay, well maybe. But I still think South Dakota State's got the better running back here. O line play, call it a wash. Uh, I mean, maybe you lean North Dakota State because of history, but uh, yeah, North Dakota State. Uh, I mean, look at Miller's stats on the season. They're not, they're not amazing. They're not amazing on, on the season. Uh, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, I guess, from that point of view, didn't, <laughs> didn't turn the ball over a ton, but they didn't need to, That's crazy. Only 11 touchdowns on the season. You look at their leading receiver, their leading receiver for the season has 29 catches. It's almost like <laughs> Navy football. Um, Dude, all you have to do is look at the win over incarnate word, Cam Miller passing went one for 12 for five yards <laughs> and they won. I and kid you not questionable, questionable ref or uh, some calls there Very down the stretch. So. They had five yards passing com- compared to 328 yards rushing. Uh, obviously, you know, against the smaller, less physical Cardinals of incarnate word, they could just run down their throats consistently. But also, I think what was concerning in that that nail biter of a win for the Bison was the defense. They, the defense did not show up. They gave up over 500 yards to Incarnate Word, over 250 on the ground. The uh, Incarnate Word running back uh, Cooper, Marcus Cooper, ran for over 100. If Incarnate Word is doing that, just wait until the Jackrabbits get their running game going. Yeah, and John Stiegelmeyer, great name. Longtime head coach of South Dakota State. He's never won the championship, man. This guy's 65 years old. I think this is his time. I think there's blood in the water with North Dakota State. Like, kudos for them getting there, even though questionable cause. You're kind of seeing a changing of the guard as, as yeah. to who the top dog is, and that's evident in the three game win streak. So, I'm going to start with this. The over under is 47 and a half. We mentioned the first matchup 23 21. That was 44, or what is that? 43 point. 44 points combined. Um, so the under would have hit there. This is in Frisco. Does it really, I, if anything, does it, I think South Dakota state plays outdoors, North Dakota state doesn't. So maybe even that advantage too. Well, I mean, just not having to play at the Fargo dome is huge. Cause yeah. you know, that place gets lit as you like to say. So I, I don't think there's really an advantage necessarily. I, I don't think they're calling for any crazy weather or, or anything. So um I don't know. Laying five. I mean, what do you think? They they always say it's tough to beat a good team twice. No, I think they've been waiting. They should have won the championship two years ago. A lot of this roster was there. He's never won a natty, right? This is their time to shine. I'm laying the five. The question is, do I go under? Cause I think they can bottle up. I think they can match North Dakota state on the line of scrimmage. Uh, Totally. Cam Miller. It's up to him. If he can have a good passing day. Cause I think play action is going to be there for him. I'm taking South Dakota State minus the five, and I'm also going to take the under. I'm going to take the under 47 and a half. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Jackrabbits. Yeah, they were my team, and we all picked somebody uh, in the spring. You know, and come on, man. We, I, like I said, North Dakota State's been at the top of the mountain for long enough. They're slowly getting knocked off their perch. I think this is the death blow in Frisco. Uh, I, yeah, you know what? I got to go under also. I wanted to, to, to choose something different, but. Really, I think this is going to be a, re- a relatively low-scoring game, and uh, South Dakota, South Dakota State is going to win. I don't know. What do you think? Twenty-seven, uh, seventeen, something like that. I'm thinking something like twenty-one, ten. Okay, twenty-one, ten. They get it done. South Dakota State's got too many answers. You look at their team, whether it's Granowski, they have the Jank, the Janky brothers, Jackson Janky, and uh, and Jaden Janky at the at the receiver spots. Uh, and then you have the running, the running back play, like I mentioned, and I even like the backup kid uh, for, for them, uh, Amar Johnson. They certainly so, don't have a one-dimensional offense like like North yeah, Dakota State does. Yeah, and I think that's the difference. That the over/under is a little tricky to me because and and if anybody has still has a chip on their shoulder, it's still the Jackrabbits. One hundred percent. This is their time. Right. The coach is this old, you know, like the, even their window. Like honestly, you know, if if you're John Stegermeyer. Uh, you're thinking, what do we got? Maybe five, six, six years, seven years left. Right. How, how many chances are you going to be? You know, it's, it's, it's tough to get to the national championship. This is it, so, man. You got, you got the better team, get it done. 
Let's go. All right. Jackrabbits for the dub. We're both agreeing here. You, you lean under too. So we're agreeing all across the board, huh? We are. Um, all right. Well, look folks, before we get to the game going on out here in Los Angeles, um, want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. WinBet is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network. WinBet has is active in a bunch of states, and there's a ton of ways to uh, to win, including live betting and same game parlays. There's reju- reduced juice on sides and totals for the n- national championship and FCS playoffs or FCS championship, I should say. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, win a hundred dollars. That's limited to state availability, of course. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bets. So they know that we sent you essentially folks. Come on. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play with win bet is available. You or someone you know it's a gambling problem call 1 800 522 I know people say there I sound like Lou Holtz when I'm doing that. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're also brought to you by underdog fantasy, underdog fantasy. Uh, you know, it's always, you know, the season, you know, it never ends over at underdog fantasy right now. You can play their weekly battle Royale games or even draft your, uh, your playoff best ball team. They have a ton of daily games for NHL NBA. Plus when you use the promo code SGPN on, on, at underdogfantasy.com, you get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We shift out here and I'll be honest. I'm not lying to NC Nick and I, I, I'm a, a hater of uh SoFi stadium. No. <laughs> well, I'm, after what I heard today, I'm a hater of it as well. First off, it's not downtown. Isn't it like it's in Inglewood. five minutes yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. So you have to, That's you have to, problem. yeah. And it just sucks. Let's be honest. You have the Rose Bowl and the Coliseum right there, two classic, classic football institutions. All right, and you're playing at this fucking at this this nonsense, this soccer stadium out here. And uh, I don't care what anyone says this stadium is not fucking awesome. All right, look, and and I, I, I look, I hate the stadium. I turned down free tickets for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl two years in a row, <laughs> right? Uh, but I From you, Jimmy Kimmel himself, right? <laughs> No, no, I wish. Uh, but I, but I, but Hey, I've been to the Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel has bought me beers one way or another. Uh, when you consider the fact that I used to live a block away from where that show would take place. And we, we had an in, we had a hookup there. So we would go there to pregame cause we would get free beers. So, oh, sweet. you know, met Dennis Leary there, met, met yep. the great Dennis Leary there. Uh, yeah. A few other, few other, I've seen, I've seen some, uh, some celebs there. I could name drop. <laughs> But uh, look at you rubbing elbows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the Hollywood elite, like Dennis I could Leary. name drop. <laughs> All right, Carbon Electra. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> no, was uh, uh, Leary plowing her at the time? <laughs> no, that was not the same day. Like I said, oh, I was no. there multiple times to get shit hammered. Um, uh, but I almost, I, I was thinking, man, how many times do I get a chance to go to the national championship? Should, should I go to this game? Only four hundred dollars for a ticket. Only four hundred dollars, you know, cheaper than the Super Bowl. But I was ready to do it, and then I heard that you can't pregame. That is crazy. There's no, no tailgating. Uh, unbelievable. Un fucking believable. Tailgating is one of the most American things ever, and it goes hand in hand with football. They did this last year. This is not a California. I know everyone wants to jump on it. I think I saw Josh Pate saying. California. This is not a California thing. They did this in Indianapolis last you year. You told me that. I didn't yeah. know that last year. Yeah. That's uh, wh- why not? Why can you not tailgate? What the hell is this? What's going on in our society? What's wrong? What's wrong with doing like 16 Jaeger bombs, punching a guy in the face and going to watch football all, right? all year long. College football is tailgating. Yeah. You know, why are you trying to hide from what you are? I mean, the, one of the greatest things about college football is the tailgating. Yes. Yes. That, that's what makes it different. One of the many things that I think makes college football the greatest version of football we have in America. Yes, I mean, granted, I mean, there's yeah. tailgating at the NFL too, but it's not the same. There's not college football tailgating trumps all other tailgating, and yet you can't do it, you know, for the championship game, which is insane. Who 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 makes that rule? Is it is it the the playoff committee? Uh, it, I, that's a good that's a good question, but I mean, for them to do I'm it two years in a row, yeah, I want answers too. <laughs> 
I'm, you I know want the truth. I feel like, you know what I should do is just go like, I should go to like a BevMo and buy like, th- like 3000 airport bottles and just run around handing out airport bottles as, as a, as a, you know, as a fuck you back to them. So if you drive up there, you park your car, you get out and you crack a beer. Is you gonna have some like some parking attendant gonna come up to you and say no, sir? You know, pour that out. You can't drink here. I'm, I mean, I guess so. I mean, the, here's the thing though: is the Forum, the old Laker Stadium, is right across the street. Maybe the play is to go to the Forum, pretend like you're gonna go see a Kenny G concert, get absolutely blitzkrieged over there, and then you hop on over. Or, or <laughs> there's the Hollywood Casino, not far away, oh. with like uh-huh. 50. Maybe now you just go over there. Language, you know. <laughs> I'm sure the drinks might be a little pricier, but fuck it. You're you're only in LA once if you're a Georgia fan or a TCU fan. You I know? see uh Weehawk in the chat. That dude lives at the casino. Oh, that's guy's definitely a talking legend. his language. That guy's a fucking legend. I love that guy. All right. Uh so you you maybe that's the play, folks. If you're listening to this, and there's a there's a small chance I still might go. All right. <clears throat> Venmo me four hundred dollars. Uh okay, so this is at uh, currently I'm seeing the spread at thirteen. Man, the disrespect. Nobody, the has, disrespect. nobody here has to ask you who you're taking. Okay, I think everybody who's ever listened to an episode of the College Experience knows who you're taking. Well, I mean, you see the flag? Oh, did they take the flag down? They take my fucking flag down. You see it right here. You see it right here. All right. You see this? You see ah. this? There's only one fucking coach in the national championship. All right. That has an allegiance to this flag. Mm, all right. Fly your flag and get sure. this. Yeah. Swing your sword, fly swing your, your flag, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you also have Lincoln Riley's little brother, Garrett Riley, offensive coordinator. Hey, you know, Lincoln Riley's brother probably wouldn't be a coach. If it wasn't for Mike Leach telling Lincoln Riley, Hey dude, I think you could be successful at this. You're not good enough to play quarterback. So we're going to cut you, but you should stay here and uh, we'll, we'll turn you into a, a winner. And that's what happened essentially. So there's no way I can fade. It's just, this is destiny. This is destiny. It, well, yeah. I, I hope you're right on, on for that case. But as far as real reasons, why TCU might cover and maybe even win is that I think we, we saw that we saw this last weekend, Georgia, their defense is not the same Georgia defense as last year, you know, especially in the air. They still have a very good running defense that they, they can still stop you on the ground, but in the air, you can be beat. And we've seen TCU and Quentin Johnston and others be able to move the ball via the air and the ground. Again, you have a dual threat offense where it's tough to stop TCU's offense. They have that many playmakers and they're led by Max Duggan who probably should have won the Heisman this year because he's having a phenomenal year and they have a very good coaching staff to boot. And they've had a, a better offensive line than I think anyone realized getting some transfers from SMU coming in there, uh, following, following uh, Sonny Dykes. Uh, but right. you're right. You're right. And look, Georgia's, I, I personally thought TCU matched up better against Ohio state than Georgia to be, uh, be if I'm being completely honest, because I think Georgia's defensive line is going to be able to give them problems. But at the same I time, I thought the same thing about Michigan though. True. True. And especially from the other side of the ball. Um, but uh, I, I agree that they'll be able to, to, to stretch the field. And I also think the run game can somewhat be successful. I was trying to think about this. Who is Spencer Rattler's not a running quarterback, right? He's a good passing quarterback. AR 15 would be the best run rushing quarterback they've played so far, but well, he, well he's strictly he's, a rushing quarterback. He's so limited. I was just saying like you can just, you know, load the box and make him beat you through the air. Yeah, he probably yeah. won't be able to yeah, beat you. Yeah. So, uh, but Max Duggan, um, I think, I think he can pose, pose a threat there. I think one, once again though, and I thought this was the way to beat Georgia. And you know, I, I personally thought Ohio state should have beaten Georgia. They were up like 99% of that game, but kudos to Kirby smart and Stetson Bennett for you know, getting it done in the clutch, but you got to get up on them. You got to make them play from behind. And I think TCU's defense is better than Ohio state's. I re- like, I, I know Ohio state's will chart, but to me, you're playing a bunch of big 10 offenses. I don't care. I don't care. Like TCU's defense, I think is better than Ohio state's Yeah, as far Hot as take. like yardage given up per game, TCU's defense ranks 80th in the country, which is remarkable. The fact that they're, they're in the championship game 
with the 80th rate. It's because every offense in the big 12 is good. Definitely have to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, stats are, are they're valuable, but they're not the end all be all. Um, That defense did enough against Michigan. Granted the two pick sixes were huge and I thought they played good bend, but not break defense. But we, we, we touched on this a little bit in our, our recap or our our, uh, reaction pod Monday. The question is, you know, Stetson Bennett is much better than JJ McCarthy, and he's not going to make the mistakes that McCarthy made. And Unless he has to come from behind, because look, Stetson Bennett through the first half of that TCU game wasn't setting the world on fire. Now, c- credit to Stetson Bennett, he's made me look like an idiot his whole fucking career. He came from behind last yeah. week. He came from behind against Bama last year in the championship. Well, Bama, Bama lost. Well, how about their luck with, with receivers getting injured? Can we mention that's that? Tr- that's true. Bama's <laughs> receivers get injured last year. Uh, they they lost what Bolden before that game started, and then Jameson Williams tears his ACL. Then you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and first off Smith and Jigba doesn't play, and then yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. What what the hell, Quentin, Quentin Johnson? Maybe you opt out of this one. Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, speaking of receivers, though, I think you know. I mean, Quentin Johnston is he will be playing in the pros. Last week he had six for one sixty three and a touchdown. Continually sliced up that Wolverine defense, but I think TCU is going to need more than just him because if you look, the the three other receivers caught six balls and Quentin Johnson caught six balls. So they need a big game from like Tay Barber or Darius Davis. Those guys aren't consistent, but they're dangerous and they can they they can come up with a couple big plays. So I think I mean Georgia obviously is going to pay a lot of attention. The Quentin Johnston. He's earned that for damn sure. He's a hell of a hell of a receiver. What they need is for one of those two other guys to step up, if not both of them. Kendra Kendra Miller, I think, you know, he's a game time decision. Yeah. That that's pretty huge in this game, too, I think. Cause I want yeah. them to have both running back yeah. available. Um well Georgia runs that three headed monster at, at running back also, and you know, they they all get probably like eight to twelve carries. They kind of played the hot hand a little bit. Yeah, I think I think TCU. It would be nice if they had both Miller and DeMarcado, but I think either one is. I mean, I don't think one's that much better than the other. So I think I think more importantly, I think they need more playmakers catching the ball, especially because that's the way you you beat Georgia this year is through the air. I I, I think another important thing for them to have, you know, and this was a factor against Michigan. Darius Davis had a big time return. I'll go back to the Colorado game. They were going to be nasty. They were going to be losing that game. He had a punt return for a touchdown. That and really a shifted, for a touchdown, yeah, I think. That shifted that momentum yeah. in that game. He's got to have a big game. I'm taking the 13 points because Mike Leach is a friend <laughs> of the fucking program. I'm wearing this sweater that Coach Leach gave us himself. All right. Let's so go. My other concern is that, I mean, if TC, are you going TC money line? Look, I don't come here to bullshit. All right. <laughs> I don't come here to bullshit. All right. Well, look, we mentioned that you know in the FCS previous, hard to beat a good team twice. It's also really hard to win back to back championships. Uh I think Saban's only done it once. Is that right? I think so. Maybe. It's damn hard yeah. to win two times in a row. On the other hand, like, can we be lucky enough to get three really good games in a row? No, I think or, there's a chance. Like I said, I, I I think the matchup is not as good as like if I thought TCU really had a great chance to win yeah. against Ohio State, but this is more of a play of me trusting Coach Leach and the 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 energy that's out there in the planet right now. Yeah, and I mean, if, if there is a lopsided win, it would be Georgia beating TCU handily. It's yeah. not going to be the other way. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I just look at. TCU had everything break for them in the first half of that game. And to their credit, they were able to to hang in there and pull it out and make big play after big play after big play. But they could have went down early and then we might not have heard from the Horn Frogs again. So <laughs> I say all this and we mentioned also Monday, look, I've been kind of fading TCU every week and I'm hater. not going to I'm not do it again. I'm not going <laughs> to do it again, damn it. Just because I want to root for them. I don't feel great about this, but give me the damn points. And if you're taking the points, you might as well sprinkle a little bit on that money line as well. Oh, there we fucking go. Right there. 
Where the hell is my music? Horn frogs, baby. Now, what about what is what about that over under at sixty two and a half? I mean, who who isn't going over after they saw the two semifinal games? And for that reason alone, I'll go under. I see it. We see eye to eye here. Oh, we see again? eye to eye here. Well, I hope when we give out our DFS lineup, there's going to be some differences. <laughs> Have you know the last time Georgia and TCU played, Georgia only won by eight. <laughs> All right, two thousand six, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Food for thought. Stetson Bennett was uh, only in his early twenties. Yeah, 20s yeah he point. was only a sophomore that year. <laughs> uh, all right, look, I mean, I'm I can't wait to to watch these games. Sucks. Uh, th- let me ask you this: Does it benefit TCU that the game's in the dome? It certainly doesn't hurt them. Uh, they probably have the faster team. I'd say, I think that's fair to say, right? I guess Georgia's pretty fucking fast, but yeah, Georgia doesn't have like elite wide receivers. So I feel like, yeah, we mentioned those three receivers from TCU. They can all, they're all speedsters, man. They can all break, break long ones. So I don't know if it necessarily favors anybody. I think that's, I think that probably evens out, Uh, but it's certainly not like the Big Ten championship game where Ohio State has a massive advantage over somebody <laughs> from the Big Ten West. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa's tight ends cut cut nasty <laughs> on that on that uh on that uh roller rink in fucking right. Indianapolis. Uh all right, let's get to the DFS side of things. All right, all right? because I got a roster that people are drooling over. Let me tell you that right now. All right. Um Today I'll, I'll try not to have my phone go up in the uh, camera. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> this is this is NC Nick. <laughs> so this is my roster. Um, subscribe, right. subscribe so on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience, folks. Watch there, it. There Don't just go. listen. Watch it. Uh, That's right. You want to see these beautiful faces? Who is my uh, my top dog? You're asking. Who's your captain? Well, you know, I, I know I just made a great case for uh for TCU. <laughs> but I'm gonna take a shot on Kenny McIntosh. Okay. As my yeah. as as my dog. So I wanted to go with somebody pretty cheap here. Cheaper than McIntosh because I wanted to fit in both quarterbacks. And I'm talking about Brock big game Bowers. I, I, you know, I, I thought he was going to have a big semifinal game. He was relatively quiet. Just well, had four for 64 had a huge, huge play though. Yes, in that game. Did. Yeah. Yeah. But relatively quiet. Cause we've seen him blow up. I mean, uh, you know, earlier this week against Florida five for one fifty four and a touchdown uh, against South Carolina five for one twenty one. So I was wrong. He didn't have the big semifinal game. I'm going to go back to the Bowers. Well, and uh, I think he finds the end zone here. I think he has a good game, and that allows me to fit both quarterbacks in. Is this strictly because he's a California native? You think he's home? Napa Valley's far away, but I didn't even you know, think about that angle. But it certainly doesn't hurt. I'm sure his family will be in attendance. Yep, same with Brian Kelly's. Um, <laughs> I feel like whenever we say family now, <laughs> it's just kind of McIntyre said that first. It, right? yeah. like, whenever I say family. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like going through the, the, the TV uh, guide the other day and I saw family, family, family matters was on. And I was like, I was like, Oh, it made me think of Brian Kelly. I never would have thought Steve Urkel and Brian Kelly would, would go hand in hand, but right. uh, well, family guy was better than family matters. So true. Very true. But Larry Johnson, all, Larry Johnson about, did have a uh, guest appearance on ooh, family matters. What about all in the family? I don't even know what that is. Family ties. Oh, family ties. Well, I'm a, Michael uh, P. Keaton. Isn't that Alyssa Milano family ties? Or is that who's the boss? I don't remember. That's who's the boss. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about family family ties. Sure. All right. I, I feel like I watched that in the eighties, but you did. You definitely, um, uh, Michael J. Fox. Come on. Oh, there we go. Shout out to Michael J. Fox. Big. He, he, he might be at the game. It's in LA. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Let's get this back on board. All right. So uh, I got, I've already alluded to this. I have both quarterbacks. Max Duggan, 11.6K. Stetson Bennett, 11.2K. Did you also fit both of them in? No. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Which I, one did you fit either of them in? <laughs> I, I, I decided to go away from Stetson, the okay. law firm. I'm hoping that all these years of me doubting him, it comes true <laughs> in this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got McIntosh as my top guy. My quarterback is Max 
Duggan, you know, we've been repping him on the college football experience for like three or four years. I swear we were ahead of the curve on Duggan. And you know, I got to back my boy, everything about. So not only the coach Leach angle, the fact we've been repping. So the two coaches affiliated with coach Leach, the fact we've been uh, repping Max Duggan for years, the fact that I have personal friends with the athletic director, I can't fade TCU. It's meant to be. It's meant Underst- to be. All right. Understood. Let's do it. Um. Uh. So who's your third highest? If you don't have both quarterbacks, did you fit in Quentin Johnston? I did. I did. As did I. I think you gotta go with him. The way that they were carving up the uh, the the, se- the the secondary of Georgia a week yeah. ago. Um, like I'll say it again. That's the way you beat Georgia. I think TCU is gonna have some success through the air. So I rostered him, and then uh, so so wait, we have just one, or two players, two players so far uh, similar. Then I went, uh, I, I took a shot on De Mercado. I wanted to take, I, look, I, I this might, I, I might switch this out if I see that uh, Miller starting, but I went with De Mercado because I I think they will, uh, I I think one of the ways Georgia's speed on defense, yeah, and also their defensive line. One of the ways to neutralize that is the screen game. You saw them do it against Michigan, but they use Quentin Johnson a lot in the screen game. Sure. I think, I think they they might make some adjustments, try to hit the running backs out of the backfield. Yeah. For me, I steered clear of the uh, TCU backfield. A you have Miller. Is he going to play or not? If so, DeMarcado's value goes down big time, obviously, but also that Georgia run defense is legit top three in the country. I think they limited uh, the Ohio hey, State, but Michigan's backs. Michigan's defense was uh, top uh, against the run too. You know, true. that's true. And and Michigan also limited the the Ohio State ground game, but Georgia limited them to to only seventy nine yards on only three point seven yards per carry. So I didn't touch either running back, and also I don't have much money left since I did go both quarterbacks. So I'm going the Georgia kicker. Pud Lesney for three point six k. Old faithful, old fa- and you know, hey man, he's a pretty good kicker. And uh, really, uh, with him, I w- I got the cheaper kicker between the two teams. <laughs> and I think I don't know. I mean, there's really no other reasoning behind it. I needed a cheap guy. And then I, I my total punt play only one point eight k. I'm gonna take a stab at one of those Georgia receivers. You never really know who's gonna show up for them. Um, but I but my, I took Marcus. Rose me Jack Saint for 1.8 K had a couple catches against Ohio state. Hopefully he can do it again. Who is your last guy? Last two guys, last two guys. Well, I'm going Edwards in the rushing attack for George. I'm hitting with you, hitting you with Macintosh, hitting you with Edwards Wow, and uh, banking on their, their ground game success. And then I did go with, uh, with, the Arian Arian Smith, the I think he showed some flashes of what he could become. Maybe this well, is the maybe maybe the old coming out party is here. I would say three for one twenty nine and a touchdown is definitely showing some flashes. So he had a big semifinal game. Wonder if if he can do it again. So it's actually pretty interesting the differences between our lineups. I did not roster one running back, which is pretty fucking crazy. I'd say. But you know, both teams like to bring in multiple people, and I just think maybe, yeah, that's the price I pay for getting both quarterbacks. Who's got the better quarterback historically, though? Is it going to be Fran Tarkenton, or are you going to go Sammy Ball? TCU's got Sammy Ball. Fran Tarkenton went to Georgia. Well, since we're old Redskins fans, you got to go Sammy Ball. Plus, he also played DB and punter. Yeah, and led the nation or led the the, the NFL in interceptions and punting average. Yeah. Or a quarterback. That's fuck. That's a G. <laughs> that's Tark- what, Tark- was pretty damn cool too, though. Tarkin is great. There's I'm a not great, gonna lie. great clip I put of him on uh, social media in the past year of him scoring a touchdown and uh, turning around and pegging the ball at the de- defensive back's head, <laughs> and then they fought in the corner of the end zone nice. for like the next ten minutes. Fran Tarkin, true badass. I love it. I love um, it. Folks. Come play DFS with us. We tweet out the roster, or we tweet out the roster. Tweet out, tweet out the invite at TCE on SGPN. Down to two football games left, folks. Let's enjoy them. F- FCS, please give me a call about your scheduling tactics. All right. Uh, 
subscribe to the college football experience. We appreciate you rocking with us all year talking college football. And don't, like I said, I'm actually going to be coming uh, on the show talking college football. Well, pretty much like five days a week, all off season. So we're not stopping. We're not fucking stopping. A uh, lot of storylines we can talk about. How about your boy Biff Pogey landing a four star at Charlotte? Did he? I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Look at that man. Already. All right. I, mean, I I just learned that the enrollment in Charlotte. Charlotte is a big university. And they're kind of following like UCF's blueprint because UCF has a shit as a very high in uh, enrollment. It's like well. seventy five thousand people, man. It's fucking crazy. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So why Charlotte could be like under the radar sleeper as far as the football program that that could make some noise down the road if if our guy Biff Hoagie works out. Well, the four star, he said we're going to take Charlotte to the college football playoffs. Boom. Hey, problem is problem is there's one school there instead of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. As, in, that's in your state. own in your own conference, yep. Charlotte. <laughs> that. Folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We'll be back in a couple hours talking college basketball. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience, and also don't forget about Noah Beanick and the College Baseball Experience. That season goes into full swing in February. Uh, yeah, get the SGPN app. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. And it's been a fun, fun season talking college football with you guys and girls. All right, that's what you got to do in 2022. You got to make sure I clarify. All right? We got a lot of we got a lot of female friends uh, friends out there. <laughs> we do. We, I mentioned Carmen Electra earlier. All right, that's right. All she right, listens. folks, subscribe. All right, this is the college football experience national championship invitational style preview. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a tiger. I'm here with my family. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. They didn't. They're begging us. Please have a party. Beat us, drink, get us late. Ah! Coaching our, our, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in the second half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. He felt like he felt like shit afterwards. Everybody's booing the shit out of me, but he worked his ass off. And he had no smarter uh, uh, coordinator in football.